Hey y'all, it's your host and monetary beliefs consultant, Deja Coley. I'm on a mission to helping career women master their money by shifting their belief systems about themselves and money. Welcome to the very first show of the Deja Coley podcast. I'm really excited to share this project with you guys um, because it's something that I think will help share the my expertise with the people who need it most and it will also allow me to um to do that in a way that feels good to me um authenticity is something that i value heavily and um, there's a quote i want to share with you from one of my favorite authors Brene brown she says authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we actually are My hope is that this podcast will allow me to be authentic in my delivery and effort to consistently deliver content to you guys. Um, This will be the primary source of content for me. Um, I do have an email list, so definitely head over to my site, www.dejacoli.com to sign up to my email list. Um, That's where I will kind of be putting out lots of news and updates and launches. as it relates to, you know, in business as well as the podcast. Um, social media mostly just be kind of me sharing some of the podcast information, but you can definitely rely on this podcast being the primary source of content. I will be publishing this podcast every week on Mondays. So my main goal is to empower accomplished career women to reach their goals by helping them understand how to work with their money and make it work for them while giving them the freedom to make choices based on what they want and who they truly are. Um, the world is a place that tells us from a very early age um, who we can be, what we can't do. And um, some of these stories really influence and shape the stories that we tell ourselves. And it also influences our goals and the way we spend our money. So many of us get used to the world telling us what we need to be that when we become adults, we spend so much time, energy, and money on building an image that they created for us. And so that's something I'm all too familiar with. Um, When I was a teenager, I struggled with low self-esteem myself. Um, I had just a period of time in my life where it seemed like who I was, people didn't like. I was always too much of whatever, right? I was too talkative, might have been too, you know, energetic. I was too bossy. I mean, (laughs) I was too much of everything for everybody, it seemed like. And so from that experience, it was so clear to me that like, okay, if these people don't like me for who I just naturally am, then I need to find some reason, right? And that's a human trait. We gotta, as humans, we have to figure out what our worth, like where does it come from? What makes me worthy? That was the biggest hurdle for me. And after people didn't just like me for me, I thought, okay, like me just being me is not enough. So I got to figure out how I can be enough for people. And so I started to root a lot of my self-worth in the things that I had and in the things that I could do. And of course, at a younger age, um, 
we don't really have much. <laughs> so our parents aren't really buying us, you know, that much to where it, you know, for, for as compared to what we can do as adults when it comes to material things. And so, um, for me, a lot of it was based on what I could do. I mean, literally guys, like I would have friends and friendships just would not, I think go well because one, I had a history of people treating me like I was transactional. And so I didn't know any other way to treat other people. And so if I couldn't do anything for them, then I'm like, okay, well, you know, well, like I feel useless. I feel worthless. Right. And so, um, when I got to college, I would like look back on that experience and I don't, I, to this day, I have no idea how that popped into my head. It just might've, it just must've been God, you know, trying to send me a message, but I have no idea how it came to me that, oh my gosh, like I, I, you know, let, I let other people's opinions of me dictate how I would live my life and who I would be. And, um, you know, this kind of came after a period, like that was around middle school age and in high school age, you know, from my middle school experience, I started to kind of build up some really tough walls that really didn't let people in. Um, and so, you know, my days of kind of pleasing people was long gone. Um, but, but I definitely at that point became numb. And so, and so while I was in college, you know, I'm like this, I know what I went through and I don't want anyone else to go through that. And so I got the idea to, um, you know, I wanted to be a preventative measure for other girls who, who were at that age and not waiting, right. To find other girls who are the same age as me, um, or girls who had already gone through it, but to, be proactive in my effort to either prevent it from happening or to help equip these girls with the skills they need in order to handle what's about to come their way. And I'm not saying that every single girl is going to deal with, you know, deal with the same things I dealt with, but I know that I'm speaking to somebody today. (laughs) I know that someone else has a similar experience that I did And so I know that I am not alone. And that was really, that was the thing for me. I'm like, I am not alone. And I know there are other girls out there who are going to go to go through the exact same thing that I went through. And at least if I can't stop it, I want to be, I want to be able to help them know how to deal with it when it comes to them. And so I started a nonprofit for teen girls and um, after years of kind of doing that work and becoming a self-esteem expert, I got curious about like how how does this type of you know self how does this show up in adults right um for teen girls or for teens in general it may be you know hanging with the wrong crowds which can be applicable for adults too but it may be hanging out with the wrong crowd it may be you know not performing academically well um it could be it could be a number of things right but for adults I was like, wow, like, hmm, I got really curious about that. So I started to do some research and what I found was that a lot of the time for adults, it shows up as challenges in spending. And so, um, and so I'm like, wow, like this is insane. And of course, like the program for, uh, the program for teen girls is for girls. And so, um, 
we do know, you know, research and data points to women suffering with, you know, women having more challenges than men. And so that's what made me want to say, like, I really want to be able to, you know, share this with women who may be struggling with that. And so at the end of the day, it is not like I want you to know that your money challenges are not about the money you make. Um, It is very much so about self-worth and how how the struggle with your own self-worth shows up in your life. And so, you know, a lot of the women that I've worked with and want to continue to work with have been in careers, you know, they're not, they're accomplished women, you know, like you went to college, you, you know, you've, you've done your, your kind of bottom level work. And at this stage of your life, like you're, you've been in your career a while, you've, you know, had, you know, promotions and you're seeing the money ultimately that you've worked so hard to make. You're, you're seeing that, um, you're usually, um, you know, I don't want to use it popular in your family, but you know, your family knows that, you know, you're making some money. They know you're making money and you know, that you appear to be succeeding, which you are right. Um, and they admire you for that. They admire you for, you know, your accomplishments and all the things that you've been able to do. And it's, it's probably not a super common thing, right? If all your cousins did it, it wouldn't be so special, but for the most part, you know, you're like the, the golden child of your family, you know, who's made a whole lot um, out of themselves. Um, you have really clear goals about what you want to do in life, right? But something is stopping you from actually making those things happen, right? You're watching other people on social media. You're watching them do things that you know that you should be able to do. Because again, like, you are bringing in the coins. <laughs> you're bringing in the coins, right? Um, and and you know, right? You're you're pretty self aware, so you know that um, some of the habits that you engage in are not they're not you know bringing you they're not giving you the best results the the results that even you are looking for. And so, um, my role as a monetary beliefs consultant is to help people develop happiness on their terms, right? One of the things that I did um, in my in my growth journey, because one thing I want I want everyone to know is that self-worth, self-esteem, almost anything in life to be quite honest, but we'll keep it centered on self well self-worth. But self self-worth and self-esteem, it's not a linear journey. It is not it is not just it does not look like a you know, incline. It's not like you start at this very low point and then you gradually get up to a hundred. It doesn't look like that. It looks more like the stock market, right? It looks more like they're going to start at this point. You may go up and you might go down. You might go up three, down four, you know, it just, it's a never ending cycle of just, you know, humanity, honestly, of us having challenges and maybe not feeling our best, but then getting back up on our feet and saying, you know what? I'm not chick. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not a linear journey. And so ultimately the goal is just to help you be able to manage 
when you are at some of those lower points and then to help you, you know, develop resiliency and empower to be able to rise back up, you know, expecting and, and understanding that you may fall again, right? But also understanding and expecting that you'll get back up again too. So I am your accountability partner. We're going to work together to figure out what's going on and why. And along the way, I am going to be there supporting you and empowering you every step, right? For me, there's nothing I can't handle. There's nothing I can't handle. And so whenever you feel stuck, I'm right here. I am right here and I got your back. I didn't have anyone to advocate for me when I was younger. Um, you know, after me kind of learning, like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> people really, they just don't like me. <laughs> like after, after that, I, I didn't, I wasn't open. You know, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't have anyone to share that with. I didn't have anyone to share it with. And vulnerability, vulnerability is a challenge. It was a challenge. It still is a challenge um, in some capacities, I should say. I've gotten a lot better, but vulnerability was was hard for me. It was so hard for me. So for me to come into any environment where, you know, y'all know how it was, you know, back in the day and still, you know, how it may be in some of your family dynamics where you were expected to be strong. You were expected to, you know, you don't hold your head down, you don't cry, you know, being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. That is what I believed. That's what I believed. And so it was hard for me to to speak out loud and share, you know, my feelings because I was told I shouldn't have any. <laughs> and so I didn't have an advocate. And so I want nothing more than to be your advocate so now I want to talk a little bit about what I don't do, right? Um, I am, again, like my whole goal is about helping you achieve happiness on your own terms. Um, I am not down for coming in here and giving you another budget that is going to be restrictive and is not going to, you're not going to be excited about, right? Like I'm not going to come in here and give you another failed budget. That's not going to work. Um, we are not going to be talking about like any investment stuff. Like I am not an investment expert. I might choose to bring one in at some point. Um, but that's not, that's not my gig. Um, that is a long-term goal. I think right now, if you're struggling with overspending, then you don't even need to be, you don't even need to be looking at, you know, investment stuff at this current time. Um, I think it's best to set you up for success. And I think it's important for you to master um, your spending first. And then you can graduate on to some of the more, um, you know, other strategies for building wealth. But honestly, wealth building starts here when it comes to spending. Um, I do not do credit repair, like credit repair. <laughs> I hate credit repair, y'all. I'm be honest with you because... Overspending or you know, basically not even overspending. I'm going to say poor money management is at the root of why usually people need their credit repaired. Obviously, I am not referring to situations where there's a poverty situation. Um, I am not speaking to situations where, 
you know, there's been any criminal activities such as like identity theft or anything like that. There are several other situations that may apply here, but I am speaking straightly to um, those who may need credit repair because of activity that they actually did do, right? Like, I think it's a little bit crazy. Like, yeah, I need you to take this off my credit. Get that, get that taken off because, you know, yeah, I like screwed up. Yeah, like you did. And it's okay. It's part of human. Just take your bid and, you know, and, and, and keep it moving. Um, learn how to not to repeat the same mistakes again. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention about what I don't do is I am, again, your advocate, your supporter, right? Your accountability partner. I cannot do the work for you. I can't do the work for you. And I will be here cheering you on every step of the way. But the the biggest part of this is that you have to do the work. You have to show up for yourself. You worth that, right? And I, like I said, I'll be here cheering you on every step of the way. So this wraps up this week's episode. The podcast is available on all platforms. So don't forget to like, follow, or subscribe. Again, thanks so much for listening to the Deja Coley podcast. This is your host, Deja Coley, here to remind you that your worth doesn't have a dollar sign. Bye, y'all.